Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great. Filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Our guest today says that there are three things you can do to combat anxiety. Anybody got some anxiety out there? I will be first in line on the anxiety line. If y'all listen to me at all for even two seconds, you know, that's my little thing. Anxiety bus outside of my house. But apparently this fun and funky triangle, I decided it was fun and funky, just might keep your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Hey, my friends, welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, so grateful that you are here. Our whole goal is to give you fun outside-of-the-box ways to stay mentally healthy, keep that brain of yours a little happy. Maybe a lot happy. We'll see. (laughs) Before we get started, if you have not done so yet, hit that subscribe button. And if you've been listening for a while, if you know what we're about, if you enjoy it, please take just a second and drop us an honest rating and review that helps us get our show out there so more people can practice these awesome mental health techniques. Speaking of techniques, ever heard of anxiety triad? We're about to drop some knowledge. I connected with Raluca Mutano, who is a health anxiety coach. I found her over on the Instagram, and she's talking about this thing called an anxiety triad. What's an anxiety triad? So we have three things. We focus, first of all, on the meaning that we give to things. Um, Then we focus on our focus. <laughs> um, and, and I'll expand a little bit more on that. And then we focus on the physiology. So if I start with the meaning that we give to things, so, you know, you go to, um, to the grocery store, for example, and, you know, someone's very mean to you, or, you know, they talk to you and they say something to you, to you that it's not very, you know, you take it as, oh my God, they're so mean to me. And this, like, that would be the meaning that we actually give to it. But, you know, um, on the other hand, you could ask yourself, what does that mean to me? Maybe it is a, for me to be nice to someone today. Maybe I could do something kind for someone and I could be compassionate about them. Same thing with when you think of anxiety, when, you know, instead of asking yourself, why am I, why is this happening to me? Am I going crazy? Why are, why do I feel this way? And why do I worry, worry all the time? Cause not, you know, people are just living their lives and they're living a normal life, but not me. Like the meaning that you attach to that just gives focus to your life and to your anxiety, how you go through things. So. The, the, to have the ability to change the meaning and to ask ourselves, hold on a minute. Like in my case, for example, I started struggling with health anxiety after my father passed away eight years ago. So I could t- ask myself so for eight wow. years of uh, the meaning that I attached to that was that, you know, we're just doomed. <laughs> Me and my mom, right? Like, oh my God, like, why did this happen to us? Right. And then I, I shifted 
the meaning. And I said, hold on a minute, like that happened. It was painful and we went through something. But the meaning that I wish now to attach to it is that it gave me a chance to help other people who struggle now with Mm. anxiety and to show them that there is a way out. So I redefine the meaning and there's always, you know, a good and a bad way to look at things. And so if choose to, if you choose to give it a great meaning, then you could actually do well in your life and you could carry it over and, you know, give to other people in exchange. Beautiful. So that would be number one. Um, number two would be what we focus on. So, you know, the, the mind is actually like a computer. So whatever you ask it, it's going to answer. So if we focus and the questions that we ask ourselves, if we focus our questions like, uh, again, like, why is this happening to me? Why do I feel this symptom? Mm. Why do I feel this way? Why do I have heart palpitations? Whatever that might be, you know, it's just going to look for the answer and it's going to look until it finds an answer. So then this makes you dwell in the symptoms, make you, makes you dwell in the thoughts, in the worry and whatever that might be, like whatever anxiety you might experience. That's why so many people who struggle with anxiety go down a rabbit hole and then they sure. go down, you know, uh, panic attacks and so on because they only solely focus on what's going to happen, you know, when I go, you know, when this happens, when this, so they create the scenarios in their mind. But if they have the flexibility, And this is something that all the anxiety fighters struggle with, emotional flexibility to go from one good emotion to, you know, bad emotion and to switch just like a child, right? A child Mm -hmm. might, you know, laugh and then they might cry next minute, but we don't have that flexibility when you're an anxiety fighter. So when you shift your focus, you have that ability to go from one emotion to the other and to show your mind that you have a choice to get out and you don't have to stay there. And you can actually shift your focus by asking yourself the right questions. So when you ask your mind and you, you know, you go, okay, hold on a minute. Like there are so many things that I can be grateful for. What can I be grateful for? What can I pre- be proud about? Just, you know, you can prepare yourself like some questions that you could always have with you. And when, when you feel that you're going down a rabbit hole, then you can just take those questions and he shifts your focus. He gives a different meaning. And then you can, you know, uh, have that emotional flexibility to get out of bad situations or bad thoughts. And the third thing would be your physiology. Mm-hmm. So really your physiology is, you know, how you carry yourselves. You know, someone who's actually pretty sad or, you know, when you talk about something sad, you just have the tendency of going, you know, shoulders down and right you have a certain physiology but when you feel confident in yourself and when you when when you talk when you're happy you just right you have a different um posture and then it makes you feel different right that's why I always um you know integrate in my therapies like dancing singing uh whatever makes you feel and makes you change your physiology even breath work sometimes it doesn't work for all health anxiety all, all um anxiety fighters I specialize in health anxiety but um, just because they have too many thoughts at the same time. So they have to, um, breath work. So they can't really focus on breath work. They might say, Oh, um, you know, I, I tried it, but it doesn't work for me. So that's why I love dancing because it really changes your physiology and you just move around and it helps you like, yes. shift your focus. And again, the meaning and all of that. And, you know, you can create what we call like incantations with the, the, the questions that you ask yourself and, all these together while dancing and asking yourself and shifting your focus and the meaning you give to it, then it just changes your whole perspective on how you look at anxiety or whatever situation you might be confronting. 
I have a lot of anxiety at nighttime and I don't know why when I'm laying in bed, like my heart would start pounding and I'll just tossing and turning and I have anxiety. It's like racing thoughts. So if I were to use this triad, first of all, looking at the meaning, I'm guessing what I would do is like start questioning what the meaning is of why I'm having anxiety at night. How would I do that? It's not actually why you have the anxiety at night. It's mostly the feelings that you have. So we really go with the feelings and the emotions. So why am I feeling this way? What is really what I'm feeling? Well, I'm feeling fear or I'm feeling, you know, that I've been rejected or disappointed. Okay. So you get confident by using the triad, right? But okay, but what does that mean to me? Like, why am I being rejected, whatever the, okay. the feeling might be. So you use the triad on the emotion that you want to change. Interesting. Right? Okay. Okay. So I would say like, let's say example, I'm feeling fear right now that won't get everything done. And then I'm behind. And so then I can change the, the meaning behind that would be step yes. one. What does it yes, mean exactly. to not get everything done? Yeah. Yes. Right. It could be maybe, oh, okay. Maybe like I have a, you know, bad system and, you know, maybe I could revisit that. Maybe I could work it out. Maybe I could have an assistant, whatever that might be. Right. Take like, that would be the meaning that you give to it. Is there something that I can actually change? What does that mean in my life? Maybe I'm overworked. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that would be the meaning, not that, oh my God, like I'm so bad at it. Like I, I, I'm doing this and like, you know, always being attacking yourself and not having compassion for yourself, but maybe mm. it just means you have a bad structure in place where you're just overworked and it means to, you know, step back and, you know, do some things differently and take, you know, less interviews in a day, whatever that might be the case for you. And then the focus, how would I shift focus? So it's about the questions that you ask yourself. So again, like what the meaning that I give to, okay, so what can I do going forward? So the focus is Oh my God, like I'm not like I'm really bad at this. Like maybe I should, you know, change careers, whatever that might be the case. The focus is okay. So this happens. This is the meaning. And what can I do from then on? Right. Like asking yourself the right questions. Physiologically, I could literally either get up and go get a drink of water. I could stretch. I could focus on like, I don't know, a different position laying down asleep. I mean, it's literally just me moving something. Yes, exactly. Because when you are in that state, it just keeps you in that state. But when you feel, when you start moving, your body just moves around with it as well. So whatever that Beautiful. might work for you, you know, the stretches, the yoga, whatever that might be, a five minute, you know, dance around, whatever that might be for you, it changes your focus. Yes. Perfect. Beluga, how has focusing on these three things made your brain happy? As I was saying earlier, I struggled for eight years with health anxiety. So my, the meaning that I gave to it is that, um, you know, I did something bad or (laughs) something had happened to me that, you know, my dad passed and why is this happening to me? When I shifted my focus and I said, hold on a minute, like maybe I could do something about this and maybe I could help other people who are struggling and I Mm. could show them that there is a way out. So that's the meaning that I gave to why my father passed and why I was having all of these thoughts and negative mm. thoughts and going to the hospital all their time and visiting clinics and so on for reassurance and how I decided to shift my focus on that is by asking myself the right questions and okay, I am here right now. I have health anxiety. My father passed. How can I handle this? What can I do for my life to get better for my mom? for my husband and my future of children yeah. and so on. 
So it was the the questions that I was asking myself. Okay, I'm, I have so many things to be grateful for. So, right. So I shifted the focus and I shifted also how I felt. Um, and because uh, I had also IBS and because you, yeah. you can have a lot of, right. It's a mm-hmm. mind body connection. So I, you know, I started to eat well and to, you know, change my physiology and I lost some weight and, um, Right. So it just gives you, so it gives you that, you know, confidence also in yourself that you can do better. Right. And that you can, you don't have to be stuck in that place. You don't have to be stuck in that place. That's some hope, y'all. I absolutely love that. Big thank you to Ruluka for coming on today's episode. Make sure you connect with her over on her Instagram. It is linked up in the show notes. But before we go, is there anything else about fighting anxiety on your heart, Ruluka, that I did not ask you about? So I could share maybe one thing about uh, believing in yourself because I mm. find that a lot of health anxiety fighters, like I talk to them and they know they have a problem and they know that they need to do something about it. But they, when it comes to doing, it's just that they don't trust themselves enough that they will be able to do it. Yeah. They think that, you know, again, that they have no choice, you know, that they have to, they will stay there and even whatever they might try, <laughs> it's not going to work mm. for them. They're not strong enough. Because anxiety kind of, it just diminishes your self-worth and your self-confidence. So, um, you know, because you look for that reassurance all the time. So, you you know, you're stuck and you don't trust your body anymore. You don't trust who you are anymore. So I I really want to say that people sometimes look at me and they're like, yeah, but it's easy for you to say because you're not in my position. No, but I was. And I was there a year and a half ago. And I was there for seven years after my dad passed. So if I did it, you can do it too. Beautiful. You just need to look for someone who, you know, inspires you and who, right, to, to, I I think this is the best way to actually overcome whatever that you're looking to overcome by looking at other people who did it because we're all born the same. Come on. Right. We just had different paths, but um, so yeah, you can, if I did it, they can do it as well. Isn't she cool? Again, all of her links are up in the show notes. Make sure you connect with her. And my friends, whether it is morning pages, cooling your brain with yawning, or using an anxiety triad, we hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. 